Hey everybody, welcome back to Stadia Cast. I'm Bill. That's Lloyd. What's going on, Lloyd? Not much, Bill. Excited for the show this week. It's Stadia's one year old, man. I know. Uh, it seems like just yesterday we were on our way to the hospital. Uh, before we get started, <laughs> I want to say thank you to Sounds of Stadia. They were just uh, doing a live stream of the new uh, Tom Clancy game. Is it Wildlands, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 Wildlands. Uh, they were just doing a live stream of Tom Clancy's Wildlands. If you haven't um, seen their stream, uh, click on the link down below and you can check them out. Uh, this is part of Stadia Super Saturday, which is this con- uh, bunch of Stadia-focused content creators. We're all getting together and doing a stream. It's called Stadia Super Saturday because it started yesterday and Sorry. it's still going. So uh, if you're one of those crazy people who has been watching all of it, go get some sleep. But not yet. Wait until after <laughs> our show. Uh, anyway, before we get started, we do record this show live Sunday mornings, 10 a.m. Eastern on our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash StadiaCast. If you uh, want to support the show and you're here with us live, you can use that super chat feature to make sure that we see your messages. Uh, if you are watching this afterwards, then you can use the join button to support the show, and you can also use the applaud button to support the show. All of those uh, ways help us continue to make content like this for you. Before we get started, Lloyd, you had something that you uh, wanted to um, do a giveaway for. I don't know when we're doing it, if that's at the end or you're just announcing it now. What's up? Yeah, so we we have a code uh, courtesy of the fine folks of Stadia Super Saturday. We're going to be giving away a copy of Super Bomberman R Online or Espro, as Bill likes to say. So I'm going to paste <laughs> I'm going to paste the code in the chat now. But I'm going to give you the secret to unlocking the code uh, randomly between now and an hour from now, uh, because we got to keep you people watching the whole time and passing you over to anymore. So there's the code. With two question marks, those question marks represent something, and I'll give you that hint a little bit later in the show. All right. Um, and I'm looking at the code right now. Those two question marks, like it got pushed to the next line. So, like, that's all one line, everybody. Yeah. All right. Lloyd, uh, of course, it's Stadia Super Saturday. Uh, a lot of people have been watching a lot of cool stuff. Uh, but mm. what have you been playing this week? lots actually um at first i was playing the waiting for chrome to load game uh because uh stadia pushed out a messaging update uh so we can actually message from the browser which is fantastic it works wonderfully i love the interface um i love the interface now that chrome is usable so if you had a large friends list like i do um you were you weren't able to use chrome chrome was basically dead to you uh, I got a message on uh, Discord and then on on Stadia actually from uh, a, from a, a friend uh, that said, "Hey, uh, a code push just happened that fixed this bug." Uh, went in and checked it out, and Stadia is back to being buttery buttery smooth on the Chrome browser, which is fantastic. Um, so, besides that, uh, the only games that I've been playing on Stadia uh, have been Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Still making my way through that and loving every darn minute of that game uh and then also just a little bit of pac-man mega tunnel battle since that is out on stadia as well and is also fantastic i love it yeah the they did things in mega and uh pac-man a little bit differently than they did during the demo in the demo they only had elimination mode uh and so when you were waiting for your queue you were just kind of looking at like maybe customizing your character or whatever uh, what they've done now, and I've played a lot of Pac-Man Mega Tunnel Battle in the last week. Um, what what they've done now is you can queue up for a, your elimination game, but then while you're waiting for your queue, you can do like challenges, like score sixty thousand points, or eat three hundred ghosts, mm. or invade. I don't know x number of screens, and you can work on getting those challenges done while you're waiting for your elimination uh, match to queue up. But I've been having so much fun with that game. It is really, really addictive. And it's got that yeah. It's got that thing that's, all right, I can do one 
one more. I can do one more. <laughs> um, and uh, I have. I'm only I've, ten coins away from the big fluffy hair wig. I got to play another <laughs> game. I got to get that big fluffy hair wig. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I've been having an absolute blast with it. It's a really, really good game. I would say that I like it more than Bomberman, but I feel like that's because I have so much more experience playing Pac-Man than I do playing Bomberman. Mm. And so I'm a whole lot better at it. I've already won, um, like I won my second game when the demo came out. And then right. um, since since I've been playing it this week, I've gotten a, a, a bunch of wins. And I don't know why, but people are saying that I am, or OBS is saying that we are dropping 31% of frames. Awesome thing to happen when you are time limited. Uh, we're just going to keep going though. Um, yeah. I've also been playing a lot of Destiny 2, and I forgot how beautiful that game is. Uh, it's really, really good. Um, having an absolute blast with it. And um, are, it's are so you playing pretty. the. You, did you buy the new expansion, or you're just back into the original content? Uh, so I'm just back into the original content. I I'm, I right. haven't decided if I'm going to pick up Beyond Light or not. Like it's 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 I don't want to say it's too expensive because I don't think it is. But mm. I like I I got Assassin's Creed Valhalla. I've got Pac Man. Uh, Star Wars is coming this week. I just picked up Hyrule Warriors on my Switch. There's too many things for me to play, and it, it, like all of it's coming at once, and it's yep. a little like frustrating because. Um, like I do a Nintendo show and I haven't played anything on my Switch forever, and now this comes at the same time that all these other Stadia games are coming, and I'm like, I don't know what to do with my time. Like I don't have enough time to play the games, but you know, yeah. there's there's no games on Stadia. Go ahead, Lloyd. I I, I feel the exact same way. I'm pl I was playing Watch Dogs Legion, and then uh, Valhalla came out. It's like. Oh, okay. Well, that's shiny. I got to go over to the new shiny thing. Okay, I'll, I'll get back to this, and then I'm playing this, and then I get an update for a game on my Xbox. It's like, oh, okay. Well, I got to put that away. I got to go do something on Xbox, and then come back, and I'm like, okay, I'm playing Valhalla, and then Hyrule Warriors comes out, just like you said, and it's like, well, I love Breath of the Wild, one of my favorite games of all time. I got to play this story, so I played some of that. So yeah, it's been it's been a really busy fall into winter for uh, gaming. So uh, yeah, between Stadia where I'm playing most stuff uh, and other consoles that I'm trying to uh, be fair with my time. It's uh, it's been a pretty crazy uh, couple weeks. Yeah. And, you know, we like I said, we've got these upcoming games of Star Wars Jedi Fallen Over, or, Fallen, Fallen Over, <laughs> uh, <laughs> Star Wars uh, coming on November 24th. And then for some reason, I thought that this was next year, but I was looking at upcoming games on the official subreddit. And it's, it listed Kronos before the ashes on uh, December 21st or, or December 1st. Is that accurate? I, I guess so. That's or what maybe the, YouTube, just... the YouTube video said December 1st at the end. Like I watched it. I was like, oh, OK. I didn't know that that was yeah. coming this soon. I don't have time. It, it for is it. a Tuesday. It is a Tuesday. So it totally makes sense. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's it's one of those things where it's going to be hard for us to keep track of all the releases coming because there's going to be so many, uh, not a problem that we've had in the past. Um, but I'm happy to have that problem now. And then speaking of new releases, ghost recon wildlands just came out on Google stadia mm -hmm. as well. And I just had it on my screen and then it, I accidentally closed it, uh, cause I had messed up, but I think that game is also on sale. And I can't get it to open back up. My computer is having all kinds of issues. $26 for the... Oh, my God. So that's the Ultimate Edition, which is normally $90. You can get that for $27 for Ghost Recon Wildlands. Now, I'm not going to yeah. get that because I don't I don't like those games. But uh, if you're a fan of those Tom Clancy games, then uh, that's a really good deal. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it, it's it's new to Stadia, um, but it's an it's an older game. So I, I'm sure a lot of people are going to have a lot of fun going back and playing playing this this older uh, Ghost Clancy uh, game because a lot of people um, basically said this was the was the game. Uh, I had some friends local that for years this is all they played. That that they got together Friday nights, Saturday nights, whatever, and they just played. Um, Ghost Recon. So um, it's kind of cool that it's out here on Stadia as well. Just to join uh, Far Cry and, and Far Cry um, 
New Dawn and all the other drops of Ubisoft games that we got. It's uh, it's a fantastic thing. So speaking of really good deals, uh, that's one of the big pieces of news this week is um, Cyberpunk 2077. Oh, gosh. This is insane. What a fantastic deal yeah. that this is. Yeah. You, you know, there's a lot of times. Well, okay. So in the past, like a long time ago, it feels like um, you would go and you would buy a video uh, or a video game console and you would get a free game with it. Yep. And now you are buying a game and getting a free console with it. <laughs> of course, Stadia is yep. a free console anyway, but uh, this is even more so because now if you buy Cyberpunk 2077 before December 18th, you get a Stadia Premier Edition for free. That includes the um, clearly white controller and the Chromecast Ultra so that you can hook that up to your TV and uh, play play Cyberpunk 2077 on your TV. Uh, what do you what, what 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 are your thoughts on this, Lloyd? Uh, it's literally insane uh, to 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 have the um, to have marketing come out and say, "Hey, buy this game, and we will send you a free console bundle so you can play on your TV." It's kind of undone and or kind of not done uh, or it's never been done. Words are hard today for some strange <laughs> reason. Um, we were talking about on Cloudburst yesterday and um, and and just kind of going over how how just cr insanely crazy the deal is. And then we, uh, I can't remember who mentioned, I think it might have been Clive saying, well, um, Stadia doesn't have marketing rights for Cyberpunk 2077. So you can't have all of the ads on TV and everything with the Stadia logo. But you can make a big splash by saying, come buy the $60 game and we'll send you a $100 bundle of a uh, controller and a Chromecast to put it up on your on your TV. So uh, this is going to be huge. Like, I hope this brings tens of thousands of players to Stadia with this game being the first game that they experience on the, on the service and just makes makes people love Stadia because this is just a, a ridiculously awesome deal. It, it absolutely is, and I'm not somebody who tends to pre-order games, especially uh, since, for the most part, um, well, I tend not to pre-order games because I like to wait and see. I take that wait-and-see approach, and with Stadia, my, my pre-ordering has been happening even less because I don't have to download it ahead of time. Um, so, what I will say is that this got me to pre-order the game. So I went out and I, I pre-ordered 2077. So my, like I told my wife about it and she was like, that's a crazy good deal. Uh, so I ended up picking it up anyway. All right, moving on. Uh, speaking of good deals, Avengers um, is, I guess it's going to be on sale on Tuesday. You've played a whole bunch of Avengers. You want to tell people about that while I go kick everybody off the internet? <laughs> Yeah, Avengers is a fantastic uh, story-based um, hero brawler, uh, which is um, one of my favorite games that I played over the uh, the last little bit. Um, and it it's gotten a bunch of updates, um, but then uh, the planned DLC rollout for um, October and November was put on hold um, because... Um, uh, because of COVID. Um, so what is basically happening here is uh, they're announcing some huge patches. Um, we're getting our first free DLC character. Um, it's going to be a, kind of two characters. You get Kate Bishop, which is kind of the new Hawkeye. And then you're going to get the uh, the other uh, Hawkeye, which is Hawkeye, uh, which will be coming in the future. And um, to celebrate that, they're having a huge Black Friday sale where you can get Avengers for $50 or 50% off on every platform, including Stadia. And it'll be coming to Stadia very, uh, uh, the sale will be starting on Tuesday. Um, so you'll be able to pick up uh, Avengers for half price, uh, just in time for the new DLC, free DLC character. And uh, you could play the game, which has uh, gotten better by leaps and bounds from from launch, but it still needs uh, still needs some players uh, in in the game because it is quite uh, a ghost land, unfortunately. It, it's not really a game you want to play solo, though. Um, I pretty much soloed the whole entire game. Oh, um, okay. I, I played through the whole story mode, streamed it, and did uh, did it all um, solo. 
and then I've played uh, just a, a handful of multiplayer stuff. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's a perfect game for solo as well. All right, cool. Uh, so let's talk about the news. There's some, <laughs> there's some big news uh, this week. Uh, first yeah. off, um, iOS. You know, this is something that I think you and I are both excited for. We're both iOS guys. I'm not going to be playing on my phone, but I'm going to play it a bunch on my iPad. Um, and I know that I've currently been able to play it on my iPad using like third-party workarounds, but I don't really like doing that. I like to use official stuff whenever I can. And mm-hmm. so um, they announced in like the most mild and uh, quietest way possible, like just a post on the Reddit or on the subreddit, they said, public iOS testing. A few weeks from now, we'll be launching the first phase of iOS support. Uh, I just lost my place. Uh, in other words, you will be able to play Stadia games on your iOS devices for the first time. As we test performance and add more features, your feedback will help us improve the Stadia experience for everyone. What are your initial yeah. thoughts here, Lloyd? Well, I ordered one of these. Uh, this is the power support claw uh, that Stadia sells for their controllers. And I was like, I have no reason to buy this, but it came back up on their website. And it's like, you know, if I want to get one, I might as well buy one. Um, so it came in and I have it on my controller now and it's all ready. I, I have it on my Wasabi and I think I might actually keep it on my Wasabi controller so I don't end up scratching it by taking it on and off. Um, and then literally a, a day later, they announced, hey, it's going to be coming to iOS right away. And I'm like, this is going to be the perfect way to play it. I'll put my phone in my claw and I will have a portable uh, Stadia on the go wherever I am. So I'm I'm really excited about iOS support. Um, we know that it's going to be in beta kind of or testing mode uh, initially. Um, so once uh, once the testing is done, I'm sure um, iOS will be a, a really, really great platform to play Stadia on. And I can't wait to use this rig to do it. Yeah, I have not yet picked up um, the claw. I don't plan on playing on my phone very often. I tend to think mm-hmm. that most most developers don't take into account the size of the screen that you're looking at uh and so sometimes you just can't read stuff but for a game like pac-man i like i think that would be perfect for playing on your phone and um like i still i think that most of the time i'll be sticking to the ipad but uh, i'm i look there is a large segment of the population that use iOS and because they use iOS, they've kind of been locked out of Google Stadia um, to play it, it, you know, play it in all the places, you know, all that you have or however the, it is that they phrased it. So I think that this is an absolute huge deal for a lot of people. It's kind of been a deal breaker for a lot of people that you can't play it on iOS. Not me, but a lot of people. And it's another it's another butt of a joke that can basically disappear um, now because it's going to be on iOS. It's like you can play on all your screens, but I can't play on my iPad and iPhone. Her, her, her is kind of like the uh, yeah. the memes that are all that are everywhere. Well, that's going to go away. Uh, and that's another an, another pain point um, that people are using to um, make fun of Stadia, which will just disappear, which is uh, which is fantastic. Uh, then we have the first official free game on google stadia so and that's that's kind of the reason that i got back into it i was i was just curious as to what the experience was like um now versus before because i had not played it in ages uh i was talking to people in our community discord link in the description down below and uh they were saying that all of the like when when stadia first launched Destiny on controller on Chromecast was solid. It was really, really good. Playing it right. in a browser with a mouse and keyboard was kind of not awesome. It was not a good look, basically. There right. was there was a lot more latency that way. And I was like people were saying, all of that is gone. It's all fixed. It's it's solid now. It almost feels like and we talked about this yesterday on Cloudburst that the, the whole thing should have been labeled beta for that first year. Uh, yep. And you and I have been saying that since forever, uh, that, that it should have yep. been labeled beta for that first year. But Exactly. Yeah, but but I've been like, it's it's really great. It's super responsive. I'm not feeling any latency. latency. It feels 
in my opinion, feels just as good as Division 2, which I have been saying for a very long time was the best port on Stadia. Um, so I think that this is awesome. But what's yeah. more important is that this is a game that is free for everybody. Now, I know that there's going yeah. to be people who say, hey, everybody, this game has been free forever on Xbox and PlayStation or whatever. And yes, that is absolutely true. But in order to play on those things, you have to have those things. This is yep. a free console. You can That's just right. load it up, play Destiny 2 with nothing other than a Gmail account and a screen. And it's going to yep. work just fine. It's it's kind of crazy. Uh, we talked about free games and we, we've kind of, over the year uh, of Stadia, both Bill and I have kind of attacked it from different angles. It's like, ah, no way are they going to ever do free, free games because Google's going to run out of servers. This doesn't make sense. Why would they do it? it? It This is no benefit to them. And then it's like, well, maybe they'll do it, but they'll require a small in, in-app purchase uh, or being pro, blah, blah, blah. Well, it just turns out that that's not the case. They're they're fully fine with putting free games on Stadia that you can sign up. Um, uh, oh, what's his name from Verge? Um, I'm blanking on his name right now. I don't know his name, but I know what you're talking about. The one that everybody um, got mad at because he was made a made a, a low hanging fruit joke about uh, friends. Exactly. So he makes he made Stadia jokes for for the entire year, and now maybe he's not doing that anymore um, because he posted a tweet saying, "I created an account within minutes. I was playing a game with no credit card, no purchases, no nothing. Um, the promises of Stadia are finally starting to come true." So, uh, Tom Warren, there you go. Thanks, Original Penguin. So uh, people are 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 seeing this. And Destiny is a huge game, maybe not the hugest game for um, like the Twitch crowd and stuff like that. But if Cydia gets a Fortnite, um, an Apex Legends, a Call of Duty War Warzone, um, and these are free games and able to get in there and play uh, without a credit card, without without paying anything, uh, I think this is going to be incredibly huge for Stadia. So hopefully we'll uh, hopefully we'll get more free games in the future. But this is a fantastic start. Um, just so you, you're aware, um, I saw on Twitter yesterday that Destiny was the number two game on Twitch yesterday. That's awesome. So that's awesome. That, that's because they have like the like this is the perfect time for those guys for 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 uh, Destiny to go free to play on Stadia because of a couple of reasons. Number one, the new expansion just came out. Now you you have to buy the new expansion, which is perfectly reasonable, but that new expansion means that there's a lot of people paying attention to Destiny because there's new raids and, and all of this stuff. And so the, a lot of people were watching Destiny 2 content yesterday. Now, most of the people who are probably watching on Twitch were probably watching people who've been playing the game for a long time who probably aren't going to be jumping in on uh, Google Stadia because they already have the devices to play those things on. But... If you are somebody who owns, let's say, a Nintendo Switch or a, you know, a crappy uh, Chromebook and you're like, you know, you go to Twitch and you're watching people play this game and then you find out that you can play this game on that device, uh, not your Nintendo Switch, obviously, uh, but, yeah. you know, you, you previously did not have a device that could run this game. And then you can download Destiny 2 or, or buy Destiny. It's not even download. It's not buy. You can just <laughs> sign up and play Destiny 2 without doing anything else. That is yeah. very compelling. And it's going to bring a lot of people to not only this platform, but Destiny 2 in, um, in that, that never were able to play before. And I think that that's one of the things that many publishers and developers saw. And, and they understood this before anybody else did, that this is going to sell so many games because it yep. lowers the requirement. If you have to be six feet tall in order to buy this thing from me, then I'm going to sell a whole lot less things. If I can lower the bar and say, hey, guess what? Anybody from any height can buy this thing. And Pete, yeah. like, don't get mad at me about, I'm not making a height <laughs> joke. I'm short. Okay. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so yeah. I think that that's really, really good. 
it, it's it, it's incredibly easy to play or to buy a game on Stadia, and I think that is going to be that's going to be where Stadia goes. Like I could see a future where games are priced at Steam level, maybe because they're getting so many sales on on Stadia and there's no downloads, there's no friction. So a new game comes out, you watch a video and it's like, okay, in I can be playing it in 30 seconds um, just by buying it on Stadia. I, I truly think that that will be a future that we're going to have um, at some point uh, down the line where um, a lot of people are choosing Stadia first just because of the ease, the fact that you could be watching a video and playing the game 30 seconds later. Yeah, and I never thought that they would offer free-to-play. I never thought that they would because you have to have some way to monetize. When when you talk about a free-to-play population, a vast majority of the people who take advantage of free-to-play are just that. They're free-to-play. They don't spend any money at all. And that that game is usually supported by the people which the, the... the gaming industry refers to as whales because they spend stupid amounts of money on the game, like ridiculous, crazy amounts of money. And we're talking like hundreds of dollars a day in some cases. And while that's awesome for the publisher and and sure, I'm, I'm sure that if you buy some of that stuff through Stadia, Google gets a cut. I can foresee Google being, well, I don't know how many people, like how many, because everybody is using their servers, like where's the the cost to income ratio where it actually makes a benefit? So I I was always worried that we would never get free-to-play games or maybe free-to-play games would be limited to pro and they didn't do that. And that's really good. Yeah, the the interesting thing is there's probably going to be enough people playing pro or paying for pro, enough people buying games that they want at full price uh, to support this free to play stuff. Um, Server time isn't as expensive as it used to be. So uh, and bandwidth um, can be almost free depending on which um, which provider you use because of peering agreements and stuff like that. So this may not cost Stadia as or or Google as much as we initially were um, anticipating it would um the thing is is stadia can have enough blades in all parts of the world like if you're in california can you just start destiny at any time and hit an edge node that's right next to you um or do you have to be someone that lives maybe in like kind of the middle of the u.s or middle of canada um to always have available blades it'll be really really interesting to see how this all plays out yeah although have you ever been told um we don't have a blade for you no, I remember seeing it on Reddit. Uh, one person posted it like forever ago that they got a waiting message and then it went away right away. So it's probably just um, like a an issue with the Stadia service itself, not so much that there weren't enough blades to go around. Um, yeah. Uh, in addition to on that news post, Wait, go ahead. Can, can we jump in? We were talking about free games. This would be a perfect time for us to give away a free copy of Super Bomberman R Online. So if Look you're watching that the chat... If you're watching in chat right now, I'm pasting a code in with two question marks. That isn't the code. Um, but if you want to figure out the clue to re- to f- replace the question marks with the actual part of the code, uh, I'm going to paste the clue in right now. Ooh. It is re- replace the two question marks with the opposite of FM. So good luck to everybody out there. If you've claimed your copy of Super Bomberman R online on Stadia, let us know in the chat room so we can uh, cheers you um, on the show. That's right. And that game is really, really fun. It's a very, very fun battle royale based on Bomberman. All right, back to the news. Uh, In the same post with all of this stuff, they did say that there's an update on State Share. For those of you who don't know what state share is, basically the way that state share can work is you can be playing a game and like, let's say that that Lloyd could uh, be playing Doom Eternal and he could get me completely surrounded by uh, or get completely surrounded by demons and, and just stay alive long enough to only have like one bullet left or something and then create a state share and share that with people and say, can you survive? Uh, That kind of thing. Uh, So that's what state share is. Now we've had a beta 
of State Share through Crata, uh, which is that game where you create making a game. I used it in order to get everybody to join me in my world so we could all like build a house together on a, on one of our live streams. Uh, and that's really the only thing that we've seen with it so far. This is something that was announced all the way back uh, at GDC when they first announced what Stadia was. Uh, so we they said that we have an update on StateShare. The first full implementation of StateShare will launch with Hitman, Hitman 3 next year. What's your uh, thoughts on this? Uh, I, I think this is going to be awesome. Just for what you said, like get, paint yourself into the worst corner you've ever painted yourself in a video game <laughs> and then hit state share and say, hey, hey, people, you think you're good? Try to get out of this mess, uh, which is fantastic. Uh, Neil, Neil uh, in the chat room got the code. Uh, congrats, Neil. Uh, enjoy the game. Let us know how you like it. Enjoy, man. Uh, all right. So the, um, I, I'm cautiously optimistic for uh how state share can be i hope that state share state share can be really really cool for marketing a game like a, a game company could make a video of their game and then create a state share link which which is a click to play um mm-hmm. and then when people like you could have it start right at the end of that video uh, so then like you're watching a YouTube video and then they say, and by the way, you can pick up right where we left off right down below. You click the button, takes you to the buy page. You kill, you click buy and it jumps you right into the game. That would be incredibly cool. I can see content creators doing really cool stuff with this. I think state share is very exciting for those people. I don't know how exciting of of a uh, feature it is for just the regular average user. Like, do you, do you see like one of your kids doing a state share and sending it to their friends or like, is that just a feature that you don't think they'll use? I, I see them watching their favorite streamer and their streamer says, okay, I just did this crazy thing. I had one hit point when I got to this boss, I beat the boss on one hit point uh, can you do as good as I I did and jump right in and play that game that way? I could see, I could definitely see that happening. Um, Hitman Three is a perfect game uh, to kind of roll out state state share with. Um, I, I've talked about Hitman a couple times on the show. I hate the fact that it takes me forty five minutes to set up this Rube Goldberg machine of of murder, uh, and then I accidentally bump into a guard and they see me, and it's like okay, forty five minutes wasted. Uh, maybe state share will be will allow me to cheese that a little bit. I can make a state share for myself, and then if I screw up, I can just go back to that state share. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see kind of the different uh, features uh, that developers kind of kind of bake into their games with state share in mind. Um, I'm really really excited to see kind of where the future brings us uh, with that feature. And then what is probably the one that I'm least excited about because it doesn't affect me at all, but it was probably the most important. Um, announcement in this list of low-key announcements is that they are expanding their list of supported countries uh, in Europe by the end of the year. By the end of the year is not very long from now. And yeah. this this does not affect me even a little. So I really don't care. But for all of the people who are currently living in some country that is not supported by Stadia, I wish that they would list them off, but whatever. That's fine, I guess. Uh, this yeah. is probably the most important announcement out of all of them because that means a whole lot more potential customers for Stadia. What do you think about yeah. this, Lloyd? Yeah, one of the biggest... Well, we've been doing the show for a year. Uh, the first... Uh, the first, not complaints, but common questions were, uh, when when can I do family share? Uh, look, when's family sharing coming? They said family sharing. Is family sharing here? Well, we have family sharing now. And then the, after family share was kind of done and, and we're like, hey, no one's going to be asking about that anymore. It's like, when can I play it in my country? It's like, ah, there's the next one. Um, so this will help with a lot of that. Uh, there's a lot of people that are really uh, eager to jump in and play Stadia, but can't um, without setting up some weird VPN, which probably won't work at the end of the day. Um, now, hopefully, um, a lot more people in Europe will be able to jump in and play Stadia without uh, going through too many hoops. 
And, you know, uh, Ruben in chat is saying, hey, Bill, this is going to increase the number of people that you can play with. That's absolutely true. This will yep. also, um, there's, a, I bet you, like, when, um, who's the guy in charge of Epic Games? Uh, Sweeney? Sweeney, yeah. Sweeney? Uh, Tom Sweeney? Todd, Todd Sweeney? Todd? I can't remember. It's, uh, Mr. Sweeney. <laughs> <laughs> um tim yeah tim, tim okay yeah so when tim sweeney said look we're we'll bring fortnite to any platform where there's a big enough audience for it and a lot of people took that to mean stadia doesn't have a big enough audience because nobody's playing stadia but maybe what he meant was stadia doesn't have a big enough audience because there's not enough countries that have access to it yet right. so as more countries come on board, it becomes an even more um, palatable. I don't think that's the right word. I would say a, a more tempting proposition for a publisher to bring their game to Google Stadia because, you know, if you're leaving out a whole bunch of uh, countries, then that's going to make uh, that's going to make it really hard for some publishers to bring their games. So I fully expect that as the list of of countries uh, that, that Stadia is available on grows, um, that's going to be also have a, a secondary effect or maybe even a tertiary effect of bringing in more people um, and bringing in more, I'm sorry, bringing in more games. And then the tertiary effect is bringing in even more people uh, as it just keeps, it's kind of like this circular self-fulfilling prophecy. You know, yeah. chicken and egg kind of scenario. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The the what is it? The uh, the the player uh, the player console uh, thing. No, that's not it. What comes first, the player or the console? No, <laughs> right. Because obviously the console. Except Stadia, you don't have a console. It's just in the cloud. Yeah, but it's still a console. I I stand by that. Yeah. Okay. 100%. There was a lot of people who uh, sent this um, this uh, interview to me uh, with uh, Mr. Buser or Busser, yeah. I don't know how to pronounce it, uh, from Mobile Syrup. And basically, he is the director of games at Google Stadia. And uh, there's a couple of quotes in here that I thought were really interesting and I wanted to uh, give us a chance to talk about. It. I'm just trying to keep an eye on the time because we still have to thank all of the people who've super chatted during the show and respond to, to what they want us to talk about. So, uh, quote number one says that two years from now, you're going to see a particular aspect of our vision become increasingly more true, and that's going to be our internal Stadia Games and Entertainment Studios that are really going to push the boundaries of what kinds of gameplay experiences can be developed now that you have a platform that is entirely in the cloud. How can we push the boundaries of an inter interactive entertainment and video games now that we are free from the limitations of a network appliance in your living room, like a PC or a game console. Now you're building a game for a platform that is entirely in a massive, massively powerful data center, and they spelled data center wrong, uh, but I'm sure you're okay with it, uh, and a platform <laughs> it right. that is deeply integrated with YouTube. What does that mean? It really will allow us to achieve what we like to call Cloud native games. These are games that are being built for the cloud first, foremost, and always, and are able, therefore, to do things that no PC or game console could ever do, no matter how powerful. That is coming. Lloyd, this right here is what I saw at GDC and what I'm sure that you saw at GDC when they announced Google Stadia for the first time all I could think of was the cloud native experiences. The other stuff is all gravy. The cloud native experience, in my opinion, is what is going to make or break Google Stadia. And I think I'm, I am very bullish on this. It is going to make Google Stadia. Uh, it's going to put its stamp on where what you can do with video games. And that's why I think Stadia is more interesting to me than Shadow, more interesting to me than GeForce Now, more interesting to me 
than uh, xCloud or whatever they decided to call it because all of those are just giving you a way to stream games that you can do elsewhere. Only Stadia is cloud native right now. What are your thoughts on this, Lloyd? Yeah, we've said it we've said it a lot in the past. Stadia is the only cloud gaming platform out there. Um, everything else that out that that exists out there is a way of streaming games that exist on another platform. So xCloud is playing on Xboxes and streaming it to you. Uh, GeForce Now, Luna, they're all running uh, essentially Windows binaries um, and on a Windows server and streaming them to you. Stadia is from, from top to bottom its own thing. And once we start getting games that completely leverage that, it's going to be huge. Uh, between um, what Jack is talking about, uh, Jade Raymond had an interview um, this past week as well talking about the the cloud future where you jump into a game like gta and every single person in the world is a real person uh, going about their own life uh doing things they're a baker in this game they're going to do bakery things uh they're a they're a traffic cop they're going to do traffic cop stuff um and that is really the future that that i've wanted for the longest time i used to play a game called ultima online and that was always my like in Ultima Online, all the villagers had their own little time things. So they would be they'd be over here at eight eight a.m. They'd be eating in the inn at one in the afternoon. Then they'd be over here in the bar till eleven. Then they'd go sleep and stuff like that. Um, in, in all the Ultimas, but if you could have that type of scheduling in an online game, um, where the people are either or the characters in the game are either real people. Or as soon as someone drops out, it has this really amazing AI that is fully running in the cloud as well. Um, I think this is going to bring some really just crazy game experiences that we can't even sit here and really predict what it's going to be like because it can, it's going to be so different than something that we've ever played before. Um, that is what I'm really looking forward to. The the time when when Jade Raymond's vision and and all the other um, big thinkers at Google's vision comes to pass and we can actually play a game like that where every single NPC is not an NPC. It's a person, but maybe sometimes a really good AI that is running off of some crazy supercomputer in the cloud. And if you if you think of it that way, I think that there's a lot of people who don't have the the distance site to really believe that that's a possibility. And I can mm -hmm. totally understand being skeptical about something. I think that that's totally fine. So for those people, you might think, all right, well, guess what? I don't believe that you're going to be able to make these cloud native games as uh, I need to see it in order to believe it. <clears throat> I'm fine with that. But for those people, Busser or Buser, I don't know how to say it, uh, he had another quote that I thought was very interesting. Uh, he said he was asked about their roadmap, and he said, what I can tell you is that we've built a roadmap of about 400 games in development right now from 200 developers. So when those games land, whether it's in the calendar year of 2021 or beyond, is something that you'll like to hear that, that you'll hear more from us in the future. Will there be more developers and more games on the platform? Absolutely. But frankly speaking, my team is <clears throat> excuse me, almost done with 2021. We're thinking about 2022 and that's our focus 2023. It's really kind of where we're aiming our sights. So, yeah. when I when I hear him say things like that, I think that that is incredibly interesting to me. And the reason well, first off, you might think only 400 games, in which case I'm like, what is wrong with you? That's a lot of games. I can't <laughs> play that many games. But I like I saw right. some people tweet that only 400 games. Um, yeah. The, the thing is, is that Stadia, it's not just simply, hey, you can put your game on our system and then it magically appears. Uh, there are people whose jobs at that work at Stadia, it's people whose jobs are to work with the publishers to get their games on the platform. And there's only so many of those people that can do it at once. Uh, you have to remember, this is Stadia's first year. Uh, and like Xbox and PlayStation, they have been doing this for decades. Uh, so I think that that's a, a really good quote, um, especially the fact that 
they've already kind of locked in what's happening in 2021 and now they're focusing on 2022 and 2023 and that this is the quote that i think i want to point everybody at when they say things like google kills things all the time no they're (laughs) not they're not going to that's that's a false argument that's a paper tiger uh and it doesn't really hold up what's your thoughts on this quote lloyd 100%. That's my favorite quote in this whole interview, because it shows that Google, Google is doing what Google does. They, they slowly release something, they iterate on it. um, They use agile development to make changes at, uh, they can turn on a dime to fix something if there's a weird bug or some unintended consequence. Um, But they're also full of long, uh, long term plans. Um, they, they're, they're not just planning for next week. They're, they're planning for next year and the year after. Um, and, and that is a good thing. That's what we should expect Google to be doing. Uh, like it's an online service. Um, they can slowly roll out features, but they should be planning what the big future of their service is going to be for a few years. So that filled me with a lot of, a lot of excitement and, um, and made me happy that they're, uh, they're, they're doing that. All right, so that's it for the news today. I was planning on uh, talking about Stadia's first year. Uh, You and I having a conversation about that, but we only have about 13 minutes left. So we have some Super Chats to get to uh, real quick. I'm going to read off some, some, uh, some stuff here. Uh, we had a bunch of new members, Gaming Preferred, William Mellard, Ruben uh, Hungry, Moogle, uh, they were all became members in the last 24 hours. Dave Winall sent in a super chat with no message. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, Sammy on Stadia sent in a super chat. They said, why has no one sent a super chat yet? Happy happy Stadia Super <laughs> Saturday. Thank you for the support, Sammy. Ruben said, support some of my favorite Stadia podcast creators. Let's hope you'll be able to join a lot of these Stadia Super Saturdays in the future. Thanks, Bill and Lloyd. Some contribu- contribution for... Bill's camera track. <laughs> you guys are crazy. Uh, Jem asked, how do I send a super chat? Consigno says, first time caller. That's a lie. I uh, love the show. <laughs> Jay Dangle sent in a super chat. Sukotronic sent a super chat. And Stadia Pro Gaming sent in a super chat. So we had a whole bunch of super chats come in. Nobody with any questions. Uh, Lou Jan just sent in a super chat. They said Stadia has leveled up. Congrats. But that's okay. It's okay that we didn't get questions. Some people just like supporting the show, and we really do appreciate it. So thank you very much for that. I did ask yeah. a question. Um, what unannounced features are you hoping for for Google Stadia for year two? And some people replied to that. So real quick, I thought that we would uh, talk about this uh, for the next 12 minutes or so. Uh, Anthony Talcott said text-to-speech integration. Uh, also, what happened to the whiteboard? I kind of liked it when they gave us updates about that. Uh, so text-to-speech integration. So somebody, so like it reading the text to me. Is that what do you what you think he means? Uh, be able to um, to to have a chat message and just talk to your controller and have it. Uh, well, done that would that be way. that's that's what I that would be speech to text. Yeah, I think that's that's what I took. I just thought maybe he um, phrased it a little bit uh, differently. Oh, okay. I but well, how do you feel about text to speech? Um, do we already I, have I, that? Isn't there a screen reader in the in the in the? Maybe that's on based on the game. Uh, yeah, I think there's some games that have it. I don't know if it's built right into Stadia um, itself. Um, I don't. I don't believe so. I think it's based on the game. Oh, okay. Um, uh, Daryl in chat says, I just noticed your mic looks like the watchdogs logo. <laughs> it, it does. does. You, cause you got silver on your, uh, shock mount. It oh. looks like the watchdogs logo. Oh, okay. I have not played watchdogs, so I don't know. <laughs> uh, Anthony Telka also said live streaming games to YouTube. Also give us basic editing tools for our screenshots and clips. Give us picture in picture. I want to be able to watch 143 pixels while trying to play 4K over Wi-Fi. Um, 143 pixels is an audio show, so you can listen to it right now while you are playing a game in 4K over Wi-Fi. But I assume that you meant StadiaCast, in which case, yes, picture-in-picture would be absolutely cool. I would love to be able to watch a video in the corner of my gameplay, like 
I don't know, the latest spawn spawn wave video or whatever. Like I would love to have like that in the corner while I'm playing some game. That would be really cool. What I want is MM2K um, having uh, just a loud screaming rant in a picture in picture in every video game I play. So uh, <laughs> MM2K, do you want to just record a bunch of that and I could just play it randomly? But it would be nice if that was baked into uh, into Stadia. It would have to have that little circle that the lines that pulse off. When yeah, he's, when he's 100%, screaming. 100. <laughs> percent I want. I want. I want more MM2K in my life. There we go. Um, let's see. Uh, so this isn't really features, but uh, Mailsar is saying Witcher 3 and Monster Hunter World. Um, are, okay, so are there any games that currently exist on other platforms outside of the ones that everybody's always asking about, like uh, like Fortnite and Rocket League and stuff like that? Are there any games out there that you're like, okay, w this needs to come to Stadia? <laughs> I, I've said it. On I think okay, three I'm different stop podcasts, you. he can't say Skyrim. Something else, something different. No. Okay, <laughs> okay. I, I wasn't going to be Skyrim. I've said it on like three different podcasts or four different podcasts. We need Minecraft on <laughs> Google Stadia. Um, that is one of the biggest uh, games for uh, younger crowd. A lot of streamers, a lot of stuff. If we had Minecraft on Stadia, uh, and you could just buy it quickly and jump in and play it and the access all your mods through the um what is it, minecraft marketplace um would be insane for uh getting uh the younger um the, the younger crowd to get motivated and want to get in on stadia plus a bunch of these players already have chromebooks because they're using it for school yeah so this would be the perfect uh perfect trojan horse to uh to get in and uh and, and get a bunch of new people playing on stadia now i am not <clears throat> I'm not a guy who really knows much about like hardware and stuff like that. I don't care. I don't care about hardware all that much. Is Stadia more limited on their CPU or on their GPU? Uh, I don't think we really know because um, we can't see. Uh, you can't actually run any debugging code on the actual blades themselves to see. I, I would think that for most games right now, we're probably hitting more CPU limiting than GPU limiting just because developers need to uh, figure out how all of the code runs on the blades themselves. If, if I had to guess, I obviously don't know, um, but I would think that it's more of a CPU limit um, that's that's impacting devs which would be why when um um avengers first launched uh when you're playing in in the high high graphic fidelity mode it would slow down to a crawl in certain sections um but the graphics looked great so it was more of to me a cpu limit or a ram limit thing than a, uh, a gpu okay <clears throat> the reason i was asking is because i know that minecraft is a very cpu heavy game a gpu like game mm -hmm. and so yep. i was like Oh, you know, it would look really good, but maybe, I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know. Uh, but yeah, Minecraft, huge game. Yes. Bring it to Stadia. Fantastic. Um, How about you? And, and what, give you, you one want? more place to buy it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I own it on everything, so might as well get, a, yeah. get another. What were you going to say? I was going to say what what one game would Bill want? What, what would what would make Bill's life complete if it launched on Stadia? <sighs> I, I, okay. I I hate to say this because I know it's not going to happen, but World of Warcraft. No, you know what? As much as I love World of Warcraft, Final Fantasy fourteen. I think that's much more likely. Uh, Final Fantasy fourteen is such a fantastic game, and to be able to play it in that room, downstairs on the TV, right here in this room, on my iPad, would be amazing. And I would play it like Square. Make it happen. Make it happen, Square. Yoshi P, I'm 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 begging you. Give me Final Fantasy 14. I've already bought the game. I bought it I bought it twice for PC, one for me, one for my son. Twice for PS4, one for me, one for my <laughs> son. And I will buy it two more times if you just do nice. it. All right. Um we have to stop and we have to thank uh Paul Connor gem stadia and sofa spy for their tw uh for their super chats um paul connor says good job hello from france gem stadia says crash bandicoot of course he says that every time sofa spy said during the gd saw gdc talk they gave an example of playing nba 2k with your favorite streamer i wonder if 
we will have the ability to play Stadia within YouTube, or will we be forced to open a new tab and game on Stadia.com? That's a really cool idea. I'm I'm guessing that you're going to have to play on Stadia.com. Uh, but yeah. you know, if you're want, this is the thing where that picture in picture would be really cool. Is if you're playing the game, or, or if you're watching a streamer, and um, you know, you click on that link for uh, crowd play, and then it's your turn. When it's your turn, it would be awesome if that stream was then put into yeah. the window so that you could still watch the stream that you're playing with. That would be awesome. When they showed off the UI for PlayStation 5 and you they had the little option where you could take those cards and, and dock them on the side, I'm like, oh my God, I need that on Stadia. I, I need to have uh, the ability to have my game full screen, uh, but then I want to watch this one YouTube video and then it slides down a little bit, gets a little bit smaller, and then I have a second stream going. Uh, and that could even, even handle the 100% server side and it could just be a different video frame that they're sending to me instead of being a full full screen video frame it's now a smaller one with a, with another uh, video stream coming so it's not even going to tax browsers to get two 1080p or two 4k streams coming to you uh, it could be a completely handled server side and to me like that's just another another thought that just kind of blows my mind about what Stadia can be that a traditional console can't. Like they can completely change the way the UI looks. Uh, they can send you different data. Um, we've already seen that with uh, with crowd, what is it? Um, Stream Connect, where you be playing a game, and next thing you know, you're seeing everybody else's screen on your screen. You can't do that on any other console without kind of like kind of doing it half half as good as Stadia can. Um, but yeah, the ability to have your stream with another YouTube video or a YouTube music playlist kind of running in the background and, and showing that in your UI, that would be fantastic. I would I would love that. Yeah, I think that that that, that would be very, very cool. Uh, we only have about three minutes left, so we're going to have to wrap up. Uh, everybody who sent in their ideas to the tweets that I sent out um, yesterday, uh, thank you very much. Uh, maybe... I'll make a video out of these uh, out of out of these and uh, post it later on this week. So uh, you guys can keep replying if you uh, want to find that tweet. I'm at Run Jump Stomp uh, on Twitter. Lloyd is at Dasme. That's D A S M E. But that's gonna have to be it for our show today. Uh, we have to thank uh, Sounds of Stadia. Uh, again, because they 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 started the show off. They they were playing Ghost Recon Wildlands, and uh, then they sent their audience over here. And um, there's a link in the description below if you missed their stream. So make sure that you check that out. All part of Stadia Super Saturday. And Andy Morphs is going to be picking up right where we left off or leave off in like two minutes. And again, there is a link in the description down below on the YouTube channel uh, so you can check out his stream. So you can click on that link. It'll take you over to Andy Morphs. Uh, last thoughts before we get out of here, Lloyd? No, it's just been a wonderful year. Google, thanks for bringing out my favorite console. Um, I, I love this platform. Uh, Stadia is the place I want to play. Uh, I appreciate everybody that works on um, the, the service and the platform and all the engineering behind it, uh, especially since we just went through or we're still going through a global pandemic and they're still uh, iterating on features and bringing out amazing games that can let us uh, let us forget about reality for a little bit. So thanks to everybody uh, at Stadia and thanks to everybody that's been hanging out with us for for a year plus here on stream. It's uh, ridiculous that we get a couple hundred of you every weekend uh, and I appreciate each and every one of you. Absolutely. It was an amazing year one, and here's to an even better year two. <laughs>